Let's get going. Today's daf is daf yud in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, page 10 in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah. And we are going to pick up four lines from the bottom of Tess Amud Beis at the two dots. There's a ton of Rabbanon, two dots, four lines from the bottom of Tess Amud Beis. Now, in order to start our Gemara, okay, before we even start our Gemara, I would like to ask the Eilam a Shaila. It's not a Kasha, I'm not challenging anything, but I have a Shaila. We are up to Daftes Amadeus. If you wouldn't mind me bothering everybody, to turn back to the Mishnah on Daftes Amadeus. All right, let's turn back to the very beginning of the Mesechta. Now, on the fourth line of the Mishnah, the last word on the line, uh, um, Reb Shimon Imrim, okay? If you see on the fourth line, it says, Reb Shimon Imrim Be'echa. See that? On the fourth line of the Mishnah. All right. I would like to learn two lines of Mishnah together. Very important. And I'm throwing a question your way. Here we go. What does it say? Be'echad Rabbi Elazar Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Shimon say Be'echad B'Tishrei On Rosh Chaydash Tishrei Rosh Hashanah Lishonim I'm sorry, yeah, I'm reading the Mishnah wrong, I'm sorry Just start Be'echad B'Tishrei That was Rabbi Elazar Rabbi Shimon was a previous statement Be'echad B'Tishrei, that's talking about Meiser Be'ena Okay, Look, read from the words Be'echad B'Tishrei Okay, this is the the uh, fifth line of the Mishnah, second word. Let's read this. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't focusing on the right Be'echad B'Tishrei. Be'echad B'Tishrei, Zot the Mishnah, the first day of Tishrei, is Rosh Hashanah L'Shonah. It's the Rosh Hashanah for counting New Year's. Okay, Tavshim Tegres, New Year's. Vila Shmitin and Shemitah. Vila Yoivlais and for Yoivl. Linetia. This, imp- this word's going to be important. Linetia. For young saplings, for young trees, what is the Rosh Hashanah for young trees? Tishrei, Vilayarakais, and vegetables. Young trees, vegetables, what's Rosh Hashanah? When do you start a new year? The first day of Tishrei. Let's read the next line. Be'echad b'shvat, Rosh Hashanah le'ilon k'divrei b'shamay. The first day of Shvat is Rosh Hashanah for a tree. Well, pause, pause, pause. The Mishnah says, the first day of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for a sapling, which is a young tree. Now, Be'echod B'Shvat, Be'Shamay says, is Rosh Hashanah for a regular tree. And Be'Sol said it's going to be two B'Shvat. Okay? Now we could turn back to Tesom and Be'ez. And I'm going to ask a Shiloh. At what age does the Rosh Hashanah change for a tree? It says when it's a young baby tree, when it's a young sapling, Rosh Hashanah, it's considered a new year when the first day of Tishrei. But for an Elon, now it's a Gazunta tree. Now it's Rosh Hashanah becomes, Beishamai says, Echad Bishvat, and Beisol says, Tu Bishvat. Okay? Interesting. So that's the question I'm throwing, I'm throwing your way. All right, what do you have to say? Go ahead, Rabiel. The both trees. 
Okay, so you're saying once it produces fruit... Okay, Meredith, Zokhtar uh, Until it starts producing fruit, it's called a young tree. Natiya, beautiful. Once it starts producing, it's called an elan. Now, at, at what age is that, Rabia? What would you say? I don't know, three, four. Okay, three, four. Four? Three, four? No, no, not three. It's that producing fruit. Okay. Okay, so... Um, yeah, according to Rabsimcha, so you're, you're pointing out if there's no fruit till then, so what's the whole halacha? Good. So the halacha is when you plant the tree. It's already called arla. It already it already is considered in its first three years. Once it takes root, as we're going to see in this gemara. But this is what's going to bother the gemara. You know, sometimes in in uh, you hear people say, "I love kids." You ever you say, "Oh, I love kids. I love kids." So I ask them, uh, "How until un, until when?" And and then they're not kids, so you don't love them anymore. You only love kids. Yeah. So who don't you love? Adults? Well, at, at what age do we change over from a Natiya to an Elam? Yeah? You love kids? You love saplings? <laughs> you love Natiyas? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At, at, at what point is a, a kid at heart, right? You like ice cream? You, you're considered a baby? What's going on here? All right. So with this Shaila in mind, beautiful, with this, with this uh, Gesundheit five-minute introduction to the Gemara, we'll be able to start and get a Clarkite. Here we go. Beautiful, beautiful Gemara ahead of us. It's actually a pretty, uh, pretty fast daf. Tanu Rabbanan. The rabbis lined, and so should we. Echad Whether a person is planting a brand new tree. The echad mavrich, Or whether a person is being mavrich a tree. I don't believe mavrich has a particular English word translation, but I can tell you what it is. Rashi explains to us, right, that's part of the issues with the English language. Can I get the mood of, you know, Lashon Kaidish? Lashon Kaidish, you see a word, that word takes care of everything. In the English language, there's too many words and they mean nothing. Um, you know, you love ice cream and you love your mother. But why, you, why are you eating ice cream and you're not eating your mother? Right? We use, the, no, seriously, right? we use the same word for two things and they have no shaykhness to each other. Right? Really, Love is something that you care for. And ice cream, you don't really love ice cream. We get hana. We get benefit from ice cream. I like what ice cream does for me. I don't love ice cream. I love myself. And therefore, ice cream, ice cream tastes good. So that's, that's part of the detriment of having an English language where you have all these words together. But be it as it may, what's mavrich? Mavrich is azar. If you have a branch that grows, what they would do is they would take the branch and bend it over into the ground and leave it there. That branch itself would take roots, would get its own shirashim, would get its own roots, and now you have two trees. All right? So, so that's mavrich, huh? Yeah, two trees. yeah, then you snip it. And then you cut it off. Once, no, you have to, you, yeah, you, you bend it over, and then once it takes root, you, you give a snip, and then you got two trees. That's mavrich. The echad markiv, or to graft trees together, yeah. Either way, it could be either way. Mavrich, mavrich, I don't know, and Mandri, but it could be either way. In, in Allah, it could be either way. Um, if you look in um, Rashi, 
um, where you graft trees, Erev Shvius, and you're doing this going into Shemitah. Shleishim Yoim Lefnei Rosh Hashanah. And you're doing this 30 days prior to the Shemitah year. We're going to see why it's a Shemitah year. So the halacha is also Loi Shana. It's considered, it's considered an entire year. It is now considered one year old, as long as it was 30 days prior. Now, why are we saying Shemitah? Why are we saying it's 30 days within Shemitah? So the answer is like this. Because if it doesn't yet blithe, if it doesn't live as a fully planted tree by the time Shemitah starts, you're not allowed to reckon with this. You're not allowed to deal with it. Uh, only if it already is considered planted are you allowed to deal with it. We're going to see... The Gemara is going to have a shaila whether it's the amount of time, 30 days, that establishes it, or whether that's just Messias, how long it takes, takes root. Okay. Umutr l'kaimba b'shmias. And you're allowed, to, you're allowed to deal with it during Shemitah. You don't need to uproot it. Pachas nishleshim yiflei roshana. Let's say you planted, you are a mavrich, you are a market, but it was less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Then, lai also lai shana. It does not count for a year. B'negeya too. Hilchus Arla Netaravai Shmita, but also Lakaimam Bishmita and you're also not allowed to deal with it during Shmita. You got to pull it out of the ground. It doesn't have the status of something that is planted. Okay, that is the brisa. Now this brisa, this brisa, is going to be the focus of Daf Yud today's Daf. Okay, so let's make sure we have this clear. What the brisa say in the bottom of Daf of Daf Tes? If you're if you're naitea, if you're mavrich, if you're markiv, if you did before thirty days, then it's considered a year. If it's less than thirty days, it is not. If it's less than thirty days before Rosh Hashanah, it's not considered a year. Okay. Now, before there, uh, therefore, a lot of things. Um, therefore, number one, if it's planted within thirty days before Rosh Hashanah. You can't count 28 days for year number one of Arla. Right? We know Arla, you're not allowed to benefit from a tree within the first three years. So as long, if it's planted 30 days or more outside of Rosh Hashanah, it's now called an entire year. Even though it was one month, that counts as year number one. Right? But if it's less, that does not count as year number one. It makes it very practical in Afkamina. Um, as far as when you're allowed to start benefiting from your tree. That would be one example. Okay? Now, um, before we move on to Daf Yud, I want to learn the bottom Rashi on Tesumad Beis together. Let's read Rashi together. It's five lines to the bottom of the Yom. Pachos yayim If it's less than 30 days before Shemitah, before Rosh Hashanah, it's not counted a year. Zuck Rashi. Ad Tishrei Abba, less than 30 days before the coming Rosh Hashanah. Im Eina Erev Shviyas, this is Stam if it's not Erev Shviyas. It's not in a regular year. You plant it within 30 days, it doesn't count for early. The Im Erev Shviyas, he, and if you're planting it within 30 days prior to Shemitah, Asr Lekaimai, you're not even allowed to keep it in the ground. You need to uproot it. Why? Listen. Very important. Mishum Taisefes Shviyas. Shemaisifin Michael. You're not allowed to plant within 30 days before Shemitah because we learned yesterday there's a Chiyuv the same way by Shabbos, you need to be Maisif Kedusha. 
The same way by Yom Devi Maisev Kedusha, so too by Shemitah we learned. And if I plant a tree within 30 days, I'm not being Maisev going into Shemitah. Hence, you got to uproot it. You got to pull it out. Otherwise, we're going to be, it's, right? it's going to be a transgression. You're not going to be adding to the Shemitah year. And there's a Chiyav to add to the, the Shabbos of Shemitah. Okay. All the details that we need to know for the coming daf was right over here. Let's get going. Zokt, the Gemara, top of Yud, Amaral. Uperis Natiya. Fruits that are planted. Uperis Natiya Zu. Atsurin Archamisha Osar Bishvat. Okay, listen to this. It's beauty. The fruits of these plantings are Osar until Tu Bishvat. Imla Arla Arla. If it's Arla for the first three years. Imravoi, Imravoi, period. Two lines. If it's for Arla, it's Arla. If it's not, then it's not. Now, I have a question for you. Based upon the first five minutes of today's daf, why is it that if I plant something, listen closely, I plant something 30 days before the year, that's year number one. Now I have another year, Roshana to Roshana, Tishrei to Tishrei, that's year number two. And then I have Nacha Tishrei to Tishrei, it's year number three. It's no longer Arla, right? But Zok the Brisa, you still have to wait till Tu B'Shvat. Farvas, why am I waiting till Tu B'Shvat? Based upon our introduction to today's daf, what's the answer? What's the terrace? Rabbi Yale, once it's three years old, what's it called? What'd you say? What's it called? A Elon. It's no longer a Natiya. Zis. Ready? So here's the Zak. What did we say in the Mishnah, beginning of the Masechta? Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Natiya for plantings. Shvat is the Rosh Hashanah for an Elon. At what point is the Natiya becoming an Elon? Sa'azai, Givaldik. Until the third year, its Rosh Hashanah was Tishrei. But once it graduated, once now it's a, now it's a, it had an upshot. Yeah, it's three years old. Take it to Meron. Take it to Roshim Yechai. Yeah, now it's a big boy. Yeah, it's an, it's an Elon. Now that it's an Elon, one second. Now I got to wait all the way till Shvat. Beishamai Rishchai, Deshvat Beisil, Tu B'Shvat, whichever one it is, in order to, in order to, uh, to get it. Because it, it, it's Roshana changed once it turned three years old. It now blibes an Elon. Gavaldik. Okay. Says the Gemara Azai. Minoah Hanimin. Okay. Now, how do we know that there's such a concept that Arla and Netaravoy can go into year four and year five? Show me a makar. Show me a source for such a thing. Because B'derech Klau, Arla is three years old. Yeah, it's been, it's been three years. Netaravoy is the fourth year. So says the Gemara, one second. Minani Mili, you're telling me this major chiddush. The Rosh Hashanah changed originally when it was a Natiyah and it was Tishrei. Now that it's an Elon, we moved it till Shvat. That's a great Chiddush, right? It's a big Chiddush. So where do you find such a Musab, a source, to say that you can even go into the fourth year of its growth and be Usr? Okay? Show me. Zark the Gemara like this. And some say that it was Rabbi Yannai. Amar Krosh, In the fourth year, by Netaravai, I'm sorry, 
but um, yeah, after the first three years of its growth, we say Ubashana Ravis, and in the fourth year, Ubashana Hachamishis, and in the fifth year, which means Pamim Shebaravis, sometimes it could still be in its fourth year, Vadayana Sura Mishum Arla, Upam Shebachamishis, Vadayana Sura Mishum Ravai. And how is that possible? How is that possible? If the fruits come out before Shabbat, because otherwise, in other words, it's after Tishrei, but before Shabbat. You can have a four-month gap over there. Because otherwise, the fruit should become mutter right away. What does it mean, Ubashon Haraviyas, and in the fourth year? Ubashon and in the fifth year. Let me explain like this. Let's explain in our own, in our own terms. Okay? If somebody is 60 years old, somebody's 60 years old, they're in their 61st year of life, right? It's not that I'm in my 60th year. I've completed 60 years of life, and now I'm living in year 61. But you don't turn 61 years old until the completion of that year. That's the Gavar saying over here. When we say something is going to be netaravai in the fourth year, what do you mean? I thought netaravai is upon the completion of the fourth year. Peretz is, no. Because you could still be in the middle of the fourth year and, be, and still have the status of Ravoy. How's it shayich? How's it possible? When I started with 30 days, and it, I didn't complete the year. So now I could be in my fourth year and have an issue of Arla, actually, and in the fourth year and have an issue still, and, and in the fifth year, and still have an issue of Netar Ravoy. Okay, so that's the Makar. The Gemara says, where do you find such a Makar? Either Reb or some say it was Reb say it's from the Pasuk, the Pesukim of Hashanah Harviyas Hashanah Chamish. Okay. Says the Gemara, period. Lema delike Reb Meir. Our Brisa, going, remember, our Brisa on Tesamud Beis is the Makar for this whole dot. So what the Brisa say? If it's 30 days, then it's Chashav Shana. If it's less than 30 days, it's not Chashav Shana. Lema delike Reb Meir. That cannot be Reb Meir. The Rebbeinu is not the Tana of our, of our Brisa. Why? The Rebbe Meir, because if Rebbeinu is the Tana, Ha'amar Yai Mechad B'Shana, Chashub Shana, Rebbeinu taught us earlier, when it comes to Meiser Behema, Yai Mechad B'Shana, Chashub Shana, the Tanya, Paramar B'Tairastam, when you have a par, a bull, you should know, Ben Esim Barbo, Chaydesh V'Yai Mechad, has to be at least two years, 24 months, and one day old, Dibir Rebbe Meir. That is the Pinner Vemeir, Rebelazar, Einar, Ben Esim, Rabba, Chaydesh, Ushlai, Shemyayim. It's got to be 24 months along with 30 days. Shayar Rebeir, Aimer, because Rebeir says, Whenever you find the word Egel, you know how old that is? Ben Shana. It's within its first year. Ben Bakar, if it now it's, it has the status of a Ben Bakar, so then it's Ben Shtayim. It's within its first two years. Par, what if it's a bull? That is a Ben Shalish. What does the Gemara say? According to Rabbi Meir, here's the bottom line. Why are we saying this? According to the Brisa, let's go to the Brisa. According to the Brisa, what's considered a year? Shleishim But Rabbi Meir in the Brisa says, when it comes to a behemoth, which, by the way, is a beautiful limud for life. Right? Beautiful limud for life. In one day, you can accomplish for an entire year. Right? Don't... Uh, Every day. It doesn't have to be the last two years. It's every day. We find uh, from Chazal. In one moment, the person will be going to Elam Right? Uh, uh, what is it? Blazer Gershon. 
Rabbi Ben Dardaya, right? He uh, he was Isaac Bavera, right? Bavera, and, and uh, he was he was kind of Elam Haba in one moment. Yaimechad b'shana kashim shana, right? A beautiful beautiful musaf that uh, for life that Rav Meir's that Rav Meir's teaching us. But the bottom line is, Zok the Gemara, Rav Meir holds that Yaimechad and not Shleishim, so he cannot be the Tanya. Says the Gemara Nishtazay. No, Afilu Tamer Rabbi Meir. You can even say that the Tana of our Brisa is Rav Meir. How so? Maybe when does Rav Meir say like by Meis That is Besayv Shana. At the end of a group of years, you could say all the way at the end is called Chashuv Shana. Okay? Meaning, when is something called a Ben Bakar? When it's the first day of its second year. When is something called a par? When it's the first day of its third year. Understand? When it's maybe, when it's the last year, that's when we say, Yoimechot is Chosh of Shana. Avo betchilas Shana, but to start the counting of years, like, maybe Rav Meir will hold that you need 30 days to blibe the first year. To be called the last year, maybe Yoimechot is Chosh of Shana. But to start accounting, maybe you need something, uh, something a little more, right? It's like as we know, uh, right? Chazal teach us that what does Hakadosh Baruch Hu say, right? Uh, make me a Pesach, right? Make me a little bit of an opening like a needle, and uh, you know, and I'll take the rest with you. I'll give you the siyata d'shmaya to be matzliyah. But you got to make that initial opening. Once it, once you're open, it's much easier to keep going. So says the Gemara, once you already have your two years, the mayor will say, all right, one day is called another year. But to get going, that you got to make your own move. Maybe you need a full 30 days. You need, you need more of a Dabra Choshev, or more of my own, right? More, more of uh, my own oomph, which, by the way, a little bit, uh, you call it a little bit of a uh, stretch. But I think, I think when, you know, when I was learning this Gemara, it reminded me of this Medrash, the Medrash in Eicha, tells us that we have an ongoing Machlaikis between Klal Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? What's the ongoing Machlokas? Until the Geula comes, Bez Hashem, it should be tonight. But until the Geula comes, there's an ongoing Machlokas, Zok the Medrash, between Klal Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Klal Yisrael says, Hashiveinu Hashem Eilecha V'nashuva. You bring us, you bring us close to you, return us, and then we'll come. And what's Zok the Rebbein Shalom? What does HaKadosh Baruch Hu say? Yishuva Eilai V'ashuva Aleichem. You, you come first. Right? You gotta, who's coming first? The brother's waiting for us to make that move. We, we, gotta, we gotta start initially. So Dr. Mayer, you need a full 30 days to get going. Full 30 days. Yeah, at the end, once you're there, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will say, Vashuv Aleichem, I'll come to you one day, Beseder. We'll count it. Okay, fine. Amar Rav, Rav says, one second. That what? That's true. That's true. Right. What Biel is pointing out is that you see, thirty days is a time frame where you see that something has um, something has chias to it. You know, it's everlasting. You know, there's no there's no particular problem. Yeah. And over there, Rabiel, to you're, you're bringing out a, this stems very well because you're starting out life. You're kind of a uh, you're kind of creating creating the chazaka. 
you should know there's an interesting Shiloh that, that I had. There was a, um, uh, we had a, I'm not going to say when, but it was a bar mitzvah that we had here in Shul, and the boy was adopted. He was adopted from a non-Jewish family, and the, the parents had a birth certificate with, with the date that he was born, so we were able to figure out the day of his bar mitzvah, but we weren't sure what time of day. If he was born at night, then he's not bar mitzvah till the next day. So the main nafkamina, put on tefillin. Who cares? The main nafkamina. The nafkamina was that it either his bar mitzvah came out, it either fell out on Shabbos or Matzei Shabbos. So the shaila was whether he was let a lane the first week or whether we should push it off a week. Interesting shaila, right? So so how do you, how do you view it? So uh, the I called up my rebbe. And the psak that I got is he said like this, beautiful. And he said it works the opposite between life and death. He says, the, you have to, be, you have to uh, assume that it was a nighttime bar mitzvah and you have to wait a week, parvas. Because he says, until somebody is mamish born, they don't have a chazaka of being alive. There's no chazaka. You have to follow chazaka. The chazaka is the woman's pregnant for nine months. So until you know that, until you know for sure that that didn't exist and he was born, you can't assume otherwise. You can't assume otherwise. Because the chazaka is, it's inside the mother. And, and in, in order to break the chazaka, you need to be a bari. Bari could, could argue on a bari. Otherwise, you're a shema. You're just a maybe. But when it comes, when it comes to the end of life, it's the opposite. If you're not sure when somebody's yard site is, so then they have a chazaka of being alive before the chazaka, then you assume their yard site is taka a day earlier. Because I'm sorry, a day also. You assume a day later because the chazaka is that they're alive until you knew that that, that, that chazaka was broken. So Lemaisa, in this scenario, it didn't make an afkamina anymore. So we, we made the bar mitzvah a week later. And as far as tefillin was concerned, it was Shabbos anyway. Right, so Shabbos anyways didn't make enough kumin, but that's uh, but that goes back to until shleishim yaim, right? Until shleishim yaim, you don't have a chazak of being alive. Okay, let's keep going. Right, here we go. Amar Rava, Rava says, "Valav kavachaymer he." Don't shouldn't we say a kavachaymer? Listen to this beautiful halacha. Uma nida, just like by hilchas nida, shein chilas ayim ela b'seifa, where the beginning of the day doesn't count on for the end of her counting. Seifa yaim ela b'chilasa, the end of her day should count towards the beginning. So Shana, when it comes to a year, where one day does count at the end, where part of it does count at the end, we now turn to the top of Shouldn't we say for sure that it should count in the beginning? Question mark. Okay. What's the Gemara's Kavachayimus? Let's talk outside. Here's the Kavachayimus. When a woman becomes a Nida, so we know that she has to count first, at least for us Ashkenazim, yeah. So there's there's a minimum of five days that need to be. I'll, I'll use this as the, this is not the exact calculation. Really, we're referring to the Zion Akim, but there's a calculation of five days prior to starting the Zion Akim that are that are uh, needed. Okay. Now, you know, what? let's just focus on the, the the seven clean days. Let's just focus on the Zion Akim. Let me ask you a question. The seventh day of Nida, do we say Mitzah Sayyim Kekulay? 
You don't say for the same the food, right? Midaraisa should to go to the mikvah on the seventh day. Really, midaraisa, but the tahara doesn't come till after. Doesn't come till afterwards. But when, as as far as the start of the Zion Akiyim, midaraisa, it doesn't need to be a complete day. That's why I wanted to give like uh, the example of the five days more practical. The chamisha yom that a woman waits prior to the Zion Akiyim, so the the day that she sees the dam and becomes tamei, it could be one minute before shkia. That counts as day number one. The rest of the days need to be completed. So says the Gemara one second. Why don't we make kavachaim? And the kavachaim is like, by mida to start, we allow part of the yom to count as a whole yom. But to end it, we say no. You need an entire day. So over here, when you're counting the years, if Rav Meir is going to say one day, part of a year, counts as a whole year for the saif, for the end, he should say that one day should count to start. The same way by Nida, part of a day, to start. So too, says, so too, if Rav Meir holds at the end, part is okay, let him say one day is part of the beginning. Klar? Yeah? Let's make sure I'm articulating this well. Make sure I'm explaining this well. Yeah? That's the Gemara's attempted Kavachimer. So says the Gemara, fine. So you want to tell me that Rev Meir is certainly not the Tan of Abraisa. The Elamai. So who is it? Rebbe Elazar. You're going to say it's Rebbe Elazar? According to Rebbe Elazar, you're going to need, a, you're going to need 33 days before Rosh Hashanah. It's not enough for, um, I'm sorry, Shleishim Mushleishim. You're going to, the, the next one is 30 and 3. This is 60. According to Belazar, you're going to need 60 days before Rosh Hashanah. Why? So listen to this. Ready? What's the reason? Let's go. What was Rashi on the bottom of Daftes? All right, Heber, listen in over here. You ready? What's Rashi on the bottom of Daftes? What did Rashi say? That the reason why we need, we need to be Maisif Chayil Ala Kaidish. Maisif Kaidish Ala Kaidish. Yeah, we have to add the Kedusha to the Chayil. Right? So that means there's a Chayil to have no involvement in the land for 30 days prior to Shemitah. If you're not allowed to be involved in the land, and according to Rebbe Eliezer, you need Shleishim Yaim for it to take root, so then you, 30 days is not enough. Because 30 days is what's needed for the halacha of to be Maisif, to be Maisif Kaddish You should need another 30 days. So that now it takes root, and boom, the 30 days before Tishrei is now called Shemitah. Right? So according to Rebbe Lazar, one second. It's not Rav Meir. But what are you going to tell me? It's Rabbi Lezer. That's not Shaykh either. Because according to Rabbi Lezer, 30 days is not enough. You need 60 days. Ditnan, because we learned in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to plant and you're not allowed to be, be mavrich. And you're not allowed to graft. On Erev Shemitah, within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, and if you did it, Right, this part we didn't quote, but this is the bride. Then what's the halacha? Yakar. You got to pull it out. Okay? You got to pull it out. It didn't take, it didn't take root yet. Divrei Rebbe Eliezer. Rebbe Huda, Rebbe Huda says, Kol Any harkava that didn't take hold, didn't take root, didn't connect for three days, Shub is not going to last, meaning according to him, according to Rebbe Yehuda, you, we, it's not 30 days to take root, he's making. He says it's three days to take root. Okay, so according to him, according to Rabbi Yehuda, 
How many days before are you going to need? 33. Okay, you need three days plus 30 for the Bimaisif, to be Maisif on Shemitah. Rabbi Yaisif, Rabbi Shimonai, Rabbi Yaisif, Rabbi Shimonai, say Shtei Shabbosis. It takes two weeks for a tree to grow its roots. According to the Tanakhama, who says you need 30 days, you need, you need to plant 60 days before Shemitah. Uh, why? Because first of all, to be Maisif, and for Shiroshim, the Divrei Oimer Shleishah, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says three days, Tzarech Shleishah Ushleishim, you're going to have to plant 33 days prior to Shemitah. The Divrei Oimer Shleishah and according to Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Shimon, who says two weeks, you're going to Tzarech Shleishah Basis, Ushleishim Yerb. You're going to need uh, two weeks plus 30 days. So says the Gemara, it's not Rabbi Meir. So what are you going to say? It's Rebbe Leezer? It cannot be Rebbe Leezer either. That's not an option. So now we're stuck. We have no Tana who we can figure out wrote the Brisa, which is 30 days before Shemitah, it's got to be planted. Where do you find such a Tana? Mashiach. Says the Gemara, Ve'inami kareb Yehuda even if you're going to say that we should follow Rebbe Yehuda, again, Rebbe Yehuda said it's three days. Right? You just say to, to uh, follow Rabbi Yehuda, Shleisha u Shleishim boy. Yeah, so it can't be Rabbi Meir, it can't be Rabbi Yezer, and it can't be Rabbi Yehuda. So it answers the Gemara like this. Ready? Here's how we're going to wiggle out. Ela la'aylam Rabbi Meir. It's Rabbi Meir. Says Gemara, one second. V'chika amar Shleishim, it means Laklita. It doesn't mean 30 days before Shemitah. It means 60 days. It's 30 days until it takes root. Yeah? Laklita. It, it, you, you need that amount of time in order for it to take root. That's for the, that's for the, uh, the klita. We thought the 30 days was the minimum to be called a year. Says Reb Mayer, no. You ready? Not 60 days, I'm sorry. Says Reb Mayer, when it says in the Brisa it has to be planted 30 days beforehand, that is for klita. That is for it to take root. But not because... It's Chashub Shana. Again, what was your mayor's opinion about Chashub Shana? How many days? One. But he'll agree that it's 30 days scientifically for a tree to take root. But then how many days do you need before Hashanah? According to your mayor, that it takes 30 days for it to take root. And Yoy Mechel B'Shana Chashub Shana. How many days should you need to plant prior to Shemitah? 31 days. Because you're going to have 30 days... Uh, Let's say, day 31 before Shemitah, until the last day before Shemitah, it'll take root. And now, Yoyim Echad B'Shanah Chashub Shana. Right? That's what we're going to need. But what does Abraham say? Shlai Shemiyan. Abraham says 30 days. So now we have a problem. Again, let's get this clear. 30 days before Shemitah. No, Rav holds Yoyim Echad B'Shanah Chashub Shana. Right, so we thought Shlai Shemiyan is Chashub Shana in the Bryson. The Gemara wants to change that. The Gemara is going to say no. Really, the Gemara agrees with Rav Meir that Yom Echad, Chashuv Shana. I so why does it say Shleishim Yom? Because it takes 30 days for a, for a tree to take root to even be considered a planting before the year. Understand? No? Yeah? No? So it could be 61 days. No. Like this. Like this, like this, like this. No, no, 
when you plant the tree, we, we have time, it's a short time. We have five minutes, we're good. All right, see, so here's the zach, ready? Like this, let's get this clear. We're not moving on until we get this. The Brisa says you need to plant 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Until now, we've been assuming the reason why Shloishim Yayim is needed because in order to, for it to be counted as a year, you need 30 days. The Gemara says, but then we don't, we're stuck. It can't be Reb Meir, it can't be Reb Yezer, it can't be Reb Yehuda. Zaki Gemara, it's Reb Meir. It's Reb Meir? What do you mean? According to Reb Meir, you should just need to plant it one day before. Zaki the Gemara, no. There's one point, and if we hop this, we hop everything. The reason for the 30 days before Rosh Hashanah has nothing to do with Shloishim Yom Chashim Shana. The reason for 30 days is when you plant a tree in the ground, you plant something, you graft something, you combine, you stick the, the, you, you, right, you stick the branch into the ground and you want it to, to grow by itself. That takes 30 days for it to take root. On the 30th day, we're assuming right now, now it's called a planting. Now it's called a planting. And now that it's a planting, I only need one day with fear of mayor for it to be called a year. The th- again, the 30 days is not because Shloishim Yom Choshoshana. Nay, the 30 days is scientifically, that's a Rav Meir will hold, that's how long it takes to even blithe a Natiya. It's not called Natiya until 30 days. What, what he calls Klita. Right? It's not, it, it, never, it never took hold of anything until 30 days. That's you for 30 days. Okay. Says the Gemara like this, though. Let's talk, keep talking outside. I want to make sure we have this clear. Says Gemara outside. One second. But then shouldn't Rav Meir need 30... If Rav Meir's a Tana, shouldn't you need 31 days before Rosh Hashanah? Because you need 30 days for it to take root. Now it's an Atiyah. And Od Yom Echad, you need one more day to be Chosh Hashanah. The fear of mayor. So our Brisa should say you need to plant 31 days. That's the Gemara's Kasha. You should need to plant 31 days before Tishrei. This way, 30 days to take hold plus one day. Says the Gemara. Mayor will hold that the 30th day from planting is also the Yaim Echad that's Chashub Shana. The fear of mayor. It's not that it takes 30 complete days for it to take hold. The morning of the 30th day, now there's Klita. The morning of the 30th day, now 30 days before Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, now there's Klita, it takes hold, and it's considered a Natiya. It's considered a plant. Okay, and, but he'll say that that last day counts, the Mikdash cooling on the last day. Okay? Meaning it's not yet Rosh Hashanah, the same. And therefore, the Gemara is walking away from this and saying, Halacha Lamaisa, not Halacha Lamaisa, but Brisa Lamaisa, practical mitzias of the Brisa, is Rameir's Datana. And the Shleishim Yaim again is not because Choshev Shana. The Shleishim Yaim is for Klita. It's because that's how long it takes for it to grow a root. And that 30th day is also the Yaim Echad Choshev Shana. Gavaldik, Rameir's Datana. Okay? I hope that was articulated well enough. Let's go through one more short idea, and we're going to stop a little bit before the bottom of the stock because there's a brand new sugya that takes us on to tomorrow's stock. Here we go. 
Amar of Yechon, Yechon says, Shnei Mikor Echad Darshu. Both opinions, whether Yemechad Chashev Shana and Shleish Yemechad Chashev Shana, Darshing the same Pasuk. Vayhi Ba'achas Sheish Mei Shana Berishon Be'achad Lachayish. Listen to this. Nayach, how old was Nayach by the Mabu? 600 years old. How old was Nayach when the waters started subsiding? When the waters started going down? Zokta Pasuk, he was uh, one year old plus 600 years in the first month of the first, of the fir- the first day of the first month. Rav Meir says, listen, it's one day into the 601st year. So you see, one day is Chashav Shana, the Kakari Shana. The Torah is calling that one day an entire year. But Rabbi Lazar, who says you need Shleishim Yayim, he says, one second. If it would have said 601 years, then you're, then Dubizgerech. Yeah, you'd be correct. However, about it says one and 600 years. Shana, that one year is Asheish Meyayskai. It's going on the 600, meaning. It's one, it's one year, and that's referring to the 600 years. So my achas, what do you mean? Referring to, what do you mean one year? It's just telling me, not telling me that one day is Chosh It's telling me it was the, the start of the 601st year. Not that it's Chosh right? If I say I'm in my 61st year of life, am I saying I'm 61 years old? No. I'm just saying I started my 61st year of life. So it's like Rebbe Lazar. If it would say sheish be'ais ve'achas, the same. You're, you're counting that one day as a whole year. But no, it says achas v'sheish be'ais. All it means that I started. I started the 601st year. Okay, so that's the svara for Rabbi Meir. Why yanech l'shana chashuv shana? Because of the way the pasuk's written by Noach. Rabbi Lazar, my time, and Rabbi Lazar. What's his reason that shleishim yaim chashuv shana? On the first day of the first month, since it counts one day into a month, and we're still calling it an entire month. One day in a month is considered an entire month. No, you see from here, if one day into a month is considered an entire month, 30 days, meaning what if one day is called a month, then one month into a year is called a whole year. And a chaydesh is the minion, is considered a counting for a whole year. And we're going to, we'll, uh, you can also infer from here that everybody agrees that the world was created in Nisan. The machaykas between or either it's going to, you're going to learn it out from the way the Pesach written by Nayach, or we're going to be learning it out from the fact that we consider one day of a month to be considered an entire month, so too, Al Pisvara will consider one month in a year to be called a whole year. But once we're talking about Nayak, I want to end with a beautiful word that we shared a few weeks ago, Parshas Nayak, on Friday night, right? Which is, we asked the Shaila. We know that Nayak was 600 years old when the Mabel started. Yeah, Mayrdi. So, when did the Mabel start? When did the Mabel start? Yeah? So, so Nayak was Nifter 950. The 350 years before him was the uh, was the Mabel. Listen to this. So we, we you guys are gonna remember. You're still gonna remember. Some slaver, beautiful. Zok the first pasuk of Parshas Nayach. Ela told us Nayach. Nayach ish tzadik tamim hayav b'dayresa. Seder, right? 
So everybody focuses on Rashi. Yesh Darshan Meshvach, Yesh Darshan Mignan. Zok Tachsam Soifer like this. This Pasuk is referring to Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu. Ela told us not. Why are we listing all the offspring of Nayach? For the Spitz. Who is the Spitz told of Nayach? Avram Avinu. Tandoyeris Minayach Vat Avram. Ela told us Nayach. Let me tell you about the offspring of Nayach. Nayach, Nunches, 58. Nayach, for 58 years, there was a Tzadik Tamim, Bidoi in the same generation as Nayach, as Olaikim, his Halich Nayach, who walked with Nayach in front of the Rabbi Nishal. When was Avravinu born? In Yiddish years. When's he born? 1948. Right? 1948 years after Piyasailah. When did Nayach die? In the year Al Payim Vishesh, 2006. How many years? Was Avram Avinu alive with Nayach for 58 years? Zokta Khsam Seifer, Ela told us Nayach, Nayach for 58 years, there was a tzaddik tonim b'dayraisav in the same generation, living with him at the same time, who walked with him in front of the Rebunshan. It adds so much to the storyline, by the way. Because we talk about Avram, we talk about Terach, you know, but we are, Alta, 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 Alta Zeda was still around when he was alive. You know, and it, it's interesting to think about the, the dynamics of what Avram was dealing with as a child. He sees, he sees Nayak and he sees Terach selling all these Avedi Zaras and, and the Maisa. He went and he, and he perfected what Nayak started. Nayak was involved with Chesed the whole time, right? But he, he didn't get to the Madrego that Avram ultimately got to, according to the Mepharshim. Avram kind of took, you know, that it was removed him from Nayak and, and he took it and, uh, and elevated it. All right, but that reminds me of regard to Avram. All right, we'll hold it here. I get the Nacht. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Better time tomorrow night. Same time, hopefully from Yerushalayim, I get the Nacht.